Hey, what's up? Good afternoon. I'm Drew, and that's Maliki. This is another episode of Talk Now, Cry Later, where we share our experience, strength, and hope, and just uh, shoot the sheet. And uh, thanks for listening. Today we talk, tonight we cry. Huzzah! May I turn your attention to page 17 in, as Bill sees it, the AA way of life. Toward honesty. The perverse witch... The perverse wish to hide a bad motive underneath a good one permeates human affairs from top to bottom. This subtle and elusive kind of self-righteousness can underline the smallest act or thought. Learning daily to spot, admit, and correct these flaws is the essence of character building and good living. The deception of others is nearly always rooted in the deception of ourselves. Somehow, being alone with God doesn't seem as embarrassing as facing up to another person until we actually sit down and talk aloud about what we still what we have so long hidden, our willingness to clean house is still largely theoretical. When we are honest with another person, it conf- confirms that we have been honest with ourselves and with God. Good grief. Um yeah. You need to clean your house. Dude, you need to help cleaning this house because it's yours too, ass. I'm talking about your yourself. Oh yeah, what well, uh, enlighten me, Drew. Why don't you uh take my inventory for me, please? I'm waiting. No, I just said that cuz you're on your inventory. Yeah, well maybe you should be on one too. I am on one. Yeah, well, come on. Whenever you point a finger, you got three pointing back at you. Speechless, dude. Jeez, you must be so embarrassed. Dude, I'm just trying to keep the energy up, man. Yeah, you're trying to point out my flaws when I'm already about to talk about them? Jeez, dude. How cruel. Anyway... (laughs) God, dude, fuck. As if I didn't already hate myself enough, dude, thanks. Hey, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, well, Let's I'm snap glad out can, of that. glad you can uh, at least admit when you're wrong. So anyway. Smell this candle, get the vibes back. Yeah, you should probably light it, too. Wow. Snuffed out the candle that had been placed along your destined path of glory. So, I was talking to another fellow who wasn't... Uh, taking my inventory for me and we talked about how to justify is to lie to self when reading the uh the steps of the program in which i found recovery they have a piece at the bottom of the steps where they say honesty is the freedom from self-deception the willingness to admit wrong and fairness in our dealing with others with Freedom. honesty, dude, have some respect, man. I'm trying to read. With honesty, we will develop faith and belief that we can change with the help of God as we understand Him. Dude, 
honesty is the freedom from self-deception. And I've been kind of like coasting on this belief that if recovery doesn't give me anything other than the ability to be honest, then that's a miracle. Well, yeah, it is. But to ride off of that and to just coast on the fact that I'm at least honest today would be a disservice to, to myself and to my ability. Um, so yeah, like Drew announced for all of you, I am working on an inventory currently, which has me very uh, irritable to say the least. Um, and as I started writing, you know, the first thought um, when I rolled on myself and began was, well, shit, I probably need to write this out in a different journal because I like this journal. And if I write it in this journal, I'll need to destroy the evidence. And like I said, I like this journal, so I don't want to have to burn this one. But anyway, I started writing and then I, I, I'm going to back up a little bit. So last night I went to, to see Jordan Peterson speak at the Uptown and, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, it was kind of cool. It was a lot of lecture. Um, and but the whole, you know, everything about it was uh, good shit. You know, I, I could take a lot away from it. And one of the things that he touched on and that made me think was um, the story of Harry Potter and just how, um, you know, when, when going down and searching in the depths of our own chambers of secrets uh, deep within us, a lot of times when faced with the the evil snakes within, you know, we stop in our tracks and can almost turn to stone and um, never want to look further, never want to move past some of these things or look deeper within. Um, and, it, you know, it takes it takes a man of of uh, deep courage to to look the snakes in the eyes Um and that that's kind of what it what it takes to f- to do an uh, a thorough fourth step is is to get down to the nitty gritty and kind of look at what my part is and um where I've been wrong and where I've all my shortcomings you know uh it sucks to look at and like there's a lot that I I really want to hold on to and and you know going into this reading you know talking about sharing them with another person you know I wish it could just be oh, well, you know, I'll admit it to myself and then I'll admit it to God and all right, God, me and you are cool. We're good. All right. Awesome. I'm going to move on. It's like, that's not enough. And, um, it's a scary one. It's a scary realization to know that some of these things I'm going to have to talk about with another person, which is why I'm going to start reading my inventory. No, I'm kidding. But, um, you know, I did write, I, I asked myself, why do I hate myself? And, I kind of realized, you know, my natural gut reaction is to justify and defend my own thoughts, wants, beliefs about myself for myself in an effect to come off a certain way to others. You know, it's like, please like me. Ladies, please want me. Strangers, please be jealous of me. And my ability to deceive myself has like truly gotten to a point where it's almost impossible to differentiate the truth from the false. You know, the way that I choose to live each day does not necessarily equate to a man of principles or a person of character or in recovery or working a program. And that goes back to, you know, I'm not a saint. You know, I'm I'm still a human and I'm flawed and I was born with original sin and um, 
I therefore I am guilty. But you know, then again, so are you. So fuck your judgment. Um, you know, at least I'm I'm able to acknowledge these shortcomings today. Um, it's not all in the dark today. I, I have great awareness of who and what I am, but my ability to take action and to change some of these defects of characters, I've come to find out that I'm powerless over a lot of these defects, um, or at least I really, really, really want to hold on to them. Um, they make me feel good, and I'm addicted to how I feel. So it's just something that I'm kind of breaking down little by little and um, you know, beating myself up and then experiencing feelings of freedom, just increments, and then I go back to di- diving a little deeper and shit, fuck this, I want to drink, and then it's back to oh, I feel good that I'm, that I did that. And then I'll go back looking into it. It's like, ah, I need to buy a pack of cigarettes. Fuck. And, um, yeah, it's, it's the process and that's what we learn. And that's why, you know, why did Harry Potter sell the most copies of books of all times? Because the, the nature that, you know, to, that the Phoenix rising from the ashes, you know, our biggest problems in our lives that give us the most, most trouble and most grief when fate, when we confront them, they're the ones that are enable us to be reborn into a new way to live. And, um, it's true. It's just, it is, it's fucking true. Fact facing fact finding. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things I don't like about myself, but when I write them out, I kind of get to see that there's a lot of things that I, the things that make me, me, man, like I'm just, uh, the things that I hate about myself are also some of my greatest attributes. And, um, I, I'm, ex- I'm an extreme perfectionist, um, to a level that I will never obtain. And because I can't reach perfection, perfection, I am also a procrastinator and I'm also, uh, extremely, extremely hard on myself because if I can't do something perfect, I might as well not do it at all. But I've, I've come to learn today that the only thing that I have to do perfectly is the first step, and that's simply not to drink. And that's that's what I'm doing today, and that's what I've been doing for a little while now, and that's why I continue to make progress. So I know that was a lot, and Drew, if you want to piggyback off that or just continue to roast me, I'm open to whatever. Dude, I didn't mean to roast you. I was just trying to be funny. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it sounds like we're... Uh Getting chased by the old basilisk, or however you say that snake's name. <laughs> Harry Potter, great film. Great series. Um, oh, I said, damn it, I said the that S word I just said, and Siri popped up. Um, <laughs> the old inventory. Um, you know, what I've kind of learned when I did my first one is, you know, damn, there's a lot here to look at. Um, a lot of stupid things I did in my past. And since then, since, you know, writing all those out and sharing it with another person, um, I, I think I've gotten a lot better at, you know, doing that. The daily inventory, I think, is what helps so much with uh, with just that freedom piece. Um you know, being sober now, I have a a conscience and a serious one. You know, I uh, I can't 
I can't have a good day with with shit on my in in my head um with dishonesty it just feels gross um it sucks I don't like I don't like that and uh so you know in my experience I think I I'm always in my best moods I'm always the most free when I uh when I share what's what's on my chest and I heard uh you know, it's when it says, uh, when we were wrong, we promptly admitted it. And uh, I heard a friend say one time that he struggles with the promptly part. Because, um, you know, I'm so used to just shoving things down um, and just moving on. You know, life goes on type of mindset. But I think I found some really cool things. I actually, it really wasn't even something to like seriously apologize for but this morning I did that where I just didn't feel right with the situation and you know I just made a phone call and they appreciated it and it was like cool I hung up and went about my day and like just a small example of of, uh addressing the things that need to be addressed because no one likes to be walking around feeling like um you know things need to I I don't know it it just sucks having things in my head and what i guess what i'm trying to say is that the more i uh keep that conscious contact with god the the easier and smoother my life is um and yeah i am also i actually haven't started but it is what i'm on is that inventory and i don't really know exactly haven't really thought too much about how i'll feel or what but I can tell you it's going to be a lot easier than the first one. Um, And that's just straight from, you know, that freedom I get from from honesty. You know, I I completely was, you know, shocked with uh, how much honesty there was around me, the people around me, when I, you know, hopped into this recovery world and... You know, the freest I've, I think I ever felt in my recovery was when I was an outpatient, just going into a room five days a week and just kind of spilling everything out and feeling that comfortability of, you know, sharing my feelings. And, you know, you go out, you get out of that and you start living your life and, you know, trying to live life on life's terms. You know, things get a little... um it gets a little harder to have that constant, um, you know, honesty and vulnerability to be, you know, at the forefront of your mind because, you know, things have to get done. Um, you have goals and whatever, and, you know, it's easier to, you know, kind of sweep things under the rug, I guess. Um, that's pretty much all I got. Are you, uh, what house are you, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff? Oh, I'm Griff all the way. Yeah, I always wanted to be Slytherin just because it's you know it's like that, it's like the villain, mm-hmm. kind of like that. And I took a couple tests, you know, you you get the Sorting Hat online. Right, right. I got Gryffindor twice, so yeah, well, join the club. Guess I'm a good guy. I made a video in step two. A uh, it was it was a blue sex video. <laughs> And it was uh, inspired by Harry Potter and Hogwarts, and I was mm. I was the wizard, 
It's actually a wow. really good video. I'll try to get my hands on it so you can see it. And if anyone uh, requests it, I'd be happy to post it on our uh, on our Instagram if we still have the password to that. Huffle puff. <laughs> One thing though that you said that made me think was like just how you know th- thinking that oh this next inventory is going to be a lot easier better than the first one like in my experience I I've I feel like it's a lot harder to face some of these things that I've done in recovery cuz it's like there's nothing that I have to blame it on it's like shit well this is me holy hell I uh I'm kind of still a piece of shit and like also you know being in recovery, you know, it can also allow me to be an even sneakier, you know, someone who can, who can get away with more. Cause I'm, you know, I'm better at covering my tracks and, um, I, I'm still just as sick as I was. The only difference is that I have, I have a solution today and, um, there is a power that is greater than I, that I can choose to tap into, um, keyword there is choose. And yeah, I'm really glad that we read uh, the God memo because I feel like that that's just something that can always be referenced um, when referenced and applied in life and everything that you and I talk about when we're on the the show. And, you know, that power to choose is just, it is uh, really powerful. Um, and that's why I get the conscious, you know, having a conscience today and, and recognizing when I'm choosing to do right, when I'm choosing to do wrong and um, how I feel when I make choices today. It's it's kind of crazy. You know, I used to be I used to pride myself in getting away with things and, you know, s- sliding under the radar and being extremely good at being really sneaky and getting my way. And uh, today I don't really slide under the radar at all. You know, I I. I catch myself and I roll on myself and um, the saying to thine own self be true is applicable in my life today and um, it tends to bite me in the ass when I'm trying to, when I fall back into those those defects, you know, I'll, I'll roll on myself now. I uh, I didn't buy a ticket to the show last night. I, second class citizen. So second class and it's not, not like I couldn't have afforded it, I just... I get that rush, man. I used to sneak into a lot of shows and um it was partially just to see what I can get away with. And um you know, if I see what I can get away with long enough, the most effective means of feeling different in my experience has been drugs and alcohol. So all lead, all paths lead back to the same bullshit. Yeah. And I don't want to go backwards. Well, you promptly admitted it. So that was promptly enough. Glasshouse fuck shit. Glasshouse fuck shit on the record. No, and I I totally get that whole piece of uh you know, when we when I read my first inventory, you know, it was all in a shade of intoxication, you know, where it was like, well, yeah. Clearly I did that because I was addicted to drugs and just that lifestyle and what comes from it, but you know, when, when you read a inventory again, um, from a clear head, it is like a big, you know, picture of your defectual self. But at the same time, it's like, uh, I mean, what a, if you really look at it in a clear lens, it's like, what a cool 
thing to be able to look at myself in a deep, you know, written down version of, uh, you know, who I am and what I need to work on. You know, I think the sixth and seventh step was so cool because I, you know, I was kind of wondered why I couldn't, um, succeed in different aspects of my life. And, you know, being able to look at my defects and my assets, um, really helped me have that awareness of, uh, of what I was doing and how I was thinking in my, you know, daily life. And, you know, it's like, I still struggle. And I think it's a classic thing to go through is that, you know, you know, once I'll get sober, I'll be a a great human, but it's just not the case. You know, it's the old saying of, you don't have a drinking problem, you have a thinking problem. And, you know, it's a, it's just a daily, uh, daily maintenance program and I just have to uh keep striving because it's one of those things it's like you know I didn't know what it would be like to get sober until I really tried so it's like I don't know what it'll be like completely living out of you know my higher power and my assets until I really put in the action to do it you know we can sit here and dwell on you know how defectual we are but it's like, are we willing to go to any length to better ourselves and to stop, you know, living that way is, is really the question. And, you know, one day at a time, you know, it is what it is, baby. That it is. Incremental growth. That's what we're all, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. And I was in a meeting last night. It was actually really good. And, uh, you know, it's like when you sit around in a circle and everyone kind of talks about what they struggle with, it, it, I think I've said this before, most likely, but it's just such a good feeling to know that we're not alone in this and that, you know, there's thousands of other people going through their inventory right now and kind of, you know, feeling like boo-boo, but, uh, you know, it's like we're all, we're all in this together and, you know, we don't have to do it alone, that's for sure. And that's a pretty good feeling. Um and this too shall pass kinda kinda stuff. But uh you know, it's like I look back on all the times I've been stressed or got going through something and you know, it's it's almost comical when you sit here today and look back and you you're not in you're not feeling that way anymore and you know, in three months, you'll probably be looking back at this and being like, glad that's over, you know, unless you're still writing it, then that's like another story, but we shall see, but yeah, I think we need another guest here soon, dude, I have a couple people in mind, one returning guest for sure, um, and we need some ladies, we need a a uh, woman's perspective on their recovery and their story. Yeah, it's just tough because like I don't really plug the podcast. There's no one that I really like. It actually came up yesterday while uh, I was out to eat with some fellows, and I wanted to ask this person to be on it, but it just I don't know. It's like, oh yeah, hey, let's talk about 
you listening to me talking. <laughs> this feels feels weird, so Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. But you know, thank you for for all you that guys that listen. Um thanks for telling us that you listen. And I think it's uh just a cool way to kind of talk about recovery. And that's about it, y'all. Happy uh, March Madness. Mm. My bracket's done. Toast. Well, you have a good rest of your day. Have a good rest of your evening. Have a good rest of your morning. Just uh, take a deep breath for me and just remember that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Keep going. God bless. Love you.